Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys, you are in luck because today my friend Dr. Mark Sherwood is on the program with me and we're going to spend the next episode answering your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm glad you guys have joined me wherever you are listening today. We want to say thank you for sending such wonderful questions into the show. We really love reading through them and we love answering them. And so we're going to spend some time today doing that. If you would like to have your question answered by Dr. Mark Sherwood, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Please keep those questions right to the point if you can do that. Uh, short and sweet and to the point, it's easier for us to get to them. And we're really thrilled to do that. Also, if you're a subscriber to the show, we're going to come back uh, for happy hour today and answer a few more listener questions. And so we'll be giving you guys a little bit of a double dose of Dr. Mark Sherwood today, which I know you're encouraged by. So with that, I want to say, hey, my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's good to see you today. Thanks for having me. I'm happy, as I said earlier before we went live, to be off the bench. Hey, man, you are off the bench, and that's something I really appreciate about you. Yeah. Well, you know, most people uh, that are running for governor like you did last year are not bench warmers. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm like, so that's good. Hey, don't complain about it. Get in the game and get your get get your licks in, man. Whatever. That's we right. Take them <laughs> that's totally right. Hey, what did you think about Mike Johnson? We've got an awesome new speaker of the house. Yeah, amazing. I was, I was very surprised by that. You know, Me because too. you never know because they were sort of bashing what they called the hardline conservatives. But yeah. in his acceptance speech, I thought he hit it in a nail. I mean, he hit it right out of the park. It was beautiful. Phenomenal. I played that uh, acceptance speech here at the show. And I, yeah. I'm i telling you what, I, I, I think it's a mercy. I mean, I really do. I think it's just a mercy that, that the Lord allowed that to happen because we got so many Republicans showboating around and all these guys want to do is get on the headlines and make it to the news. And we got serious issues in the country to solve with not very serious people. So I, I was thrilled. I was too. I think he is the right guy, and I think God really ordained that that time and that that man because his demeanor, yeah, is, um, is very um, character filled. It, it, yeah. it feels right, and people may not like where he stands, but I believe he's a guy that a person that can love people and have a conversation with people, even if they completely totally disagree with him. Yep. I agree. And he, he really is. I mean, he's a, he's right down the center line of conservatism. So yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled. Also, obviously he loves the Lord. He's got a podcast that I just found out about too. It's called Truth wow. Be Told with Mike and Kelly Johnson. So didn't I, know that. That's I did not either. Yeah, I did not either. So for those of you who are listening and you're like, I wonder who this guy is. Yeah. He and his wife have a podcast. It's called Truth Be Told with Mike and Kelly Johnson. So uh, that's that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. All right, my friend, you ready? Should we jump in? We'll dive right in. Yes, ma'am. All right. Sydney in Canada uh, left us a message about vitamin K shots for newborns. She wants to know if you have any recommendations or specific products that she could use as an alternative to the standard vitamin K shot. So maybe you could start by just telling everybody why newborns are given vitamin K shots. And I'd love to hear your opinion on the whole thing. Well, you know, obviously they do the vitamin K shot. So they get that, that clotting, you know, to happen. Right. And interestingly enough, you know, when a, a child is born like that, about that, you know, that certain time period where we do those circumcisions is a typical like rule. Eighth day. 
eight day, that's when we need that vitamin K to come up because in the body it goes down. So I, I don't know that necessarily um, that people really understand the significance of that. Nothing happens by happenstance, of course. So uh, vitamin K, again, people need to know that that's not um, an abject synthetic thing. Vitamin K is a natural thing for the body. So it really is. But that can help with the clotting factor. I was doing some research a while back and people that, you know, didn't take the K shot, right? Fine. It's your choice. Were 81 times more likely to get abnormal bleeding. What? That was a lot. And I thought, well, okay. So, you know, when people look at that, I, I'm all about people making their choice for their children. Right. Not that. But I think, you know, Statistics are what they are for a reason. We learn things and we adjust things and we learn things and we adjust things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then do you have any things that you suggest as alternatives? I know uh, several women who are expecting right now, and I'm hearing a lot of them are saying, I don't want to do the vitamin K shot. A lot of that's coming from this now incredible distrust that yeah. we have in the medical community, which is rightfully earned, right? Now we're given our, you know, now when I was a kid, it, there were 12 vaccines. And now they're somewhere in the neighborhood of 70. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's and terrible. so it's terrible. And terrible. so you see these young mothers who are like, what the heck is going on? Which who can blame them? Yeah. Well, obviously, when you look at, uh, you know, B vitamins and things like that, they can create those those platelets. So obviously, B vitamins would be something you certainly could consider. Newborns like that, you don't want to go an adult dose. No, no Ooh. way. But you, you want to think about just a little bit of B vitamins, specifically B6, B12. And that would be things you might want to consider like that. Um, you know, this is but it doesn't sound like the, it doesn't sound like you're very opposed to vitamin K shot. Well, I think that I look at the, the cost benefit of this, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really do. I get it what people are saying. I don't want to do that. I really get that. But if I'm looking at my child there and I'm thinking, I know K is not going to quote unquote hurt me because it's a natural vitamin that I do produce in the gut, by the way. K1 is coming from plants and it's converted to K2 in the gut. I'm going to look at that kind of as a quote unquote natural thing instead of an unnatural thing. I gotcha. Um, and so I kind of look at it like like that and try to make a reasonable judgment on it. But I certainly see what people wouldn't do it because there's a, you know, there's that hard line out there, and I have respect for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a. I mean, these these new mamas are really navigating a lot of choppy water in the healthcare industry right now. That that is for sure. Angie in Tennessee wants to know if you've got any good remedies for toenail fungus. Nobody's got time for that. Yeah, um, obviously that medication that you're given on that angiotensin Tennessee is very wicked on the gut. So try to avoid that as long as you can. Try this. Get some coconut oil. I'm talking the raw white coconut oil. And Yeah, that's an that antiviral. On, that's antiviral and it can be even antifungal. So begin to kind of put that on the, the toes there and the toenails and give it a little bit. Be very consistent with that. And then also, this is a side note, look inside of the body, maybe look at doing a micronutrients test to see what vitamins and minerals you could be missing. Because sometimes the fungus can get developed because your body doesn't get the fungal out of there. So think about doing those two things, upper end and lower end, I call it. All right. Anonymous in Alabama, what are your thoughts on sleep training babies and toddlers? Did you sleep train your children? And if so, how and when? Yeah, that's it. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. This is great. Um, obviously, when mom and dad, 
you know, there's a certain age where the, the, the child, and I think a parent knows this, you know, where you're like, okay, they need to start sleeping through the night. And that outburst of crying is not necessarily a hunger thing. It's a habit thing, right? So yeah. I think at that point, you've got to figure out a way to, and I'll use some terms that we understand in the Midwest, cowboy and cowgirl up and let that baby work through that because it'll mm. train them because and that's that's a hard thing because you see your baby cry you're like oh no but obviously yeah, yeah. this is part of the training process because if you don't do that later on down the line what does that create potentially it creates yeah. the baby learns this behavior later on in life and they learn they can cry and throw a fit and get your attention immediately and that does not bode well for them going into early adulthood no it really doesn't and uh i you know my sister one of my younger sisters had a triplets several years ago. Wow. And I'm telling you what, that I, boy, ooh, respect. How'd she do uh, that? It was a thing. I mean, I only did, I only pulled a night shift with her one time and I was like, I'm out. We're going to have to get some professional help because I can't do it. Well, she had, uh, she ended up having those little babies sleep train and it was, it's still benefiting her today. She said, someone come over and just teach her how to sleep train those babies. Otherwise it was going to kill, it was going to kill my sister, right? Yeah, she had you, to be able to sleep. Three, you'd be up all night oh. rolling around. Oh, and she was, she was just up all night long because when one was finished, the other one would want to eat. And so she's trying to get on a really good schedule, but she ended up sleep training those, the, those three little triplets, but then also her two and a half year old daughter. And it is still reaping benefits. So I also am a huge fan of sleep training. I think it's yes. important. Christy in San Antonio, here's another question about parasites. I feel like we've been getting this question uh, a lot. It says, can you please share information about parasite cleanses? Are they good? Are they bad? And should she do one? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In a fragmented world where anything goes, our children need a solid moral foundation that starts at home. They need you, mamas and daddies, to be the source of truth and to offer them the greatest gift of all, your time. Brave Books can help. The books included with your family subscription will bring your whole family together. You'll get a new book delivered each month that teaches on important topics such as critical race theory, the Second Amendment, and family. The books come with corresponding family activities and lessons that your family can use as a theme throughout your home and all month long. Let Brave Books help you because they've got this figured out. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. Well, Christy, this is a popular question we're getting today because there's a lot of um, forums out there now that are talking about the danger of parasites, parasites being the end all be all the cause of everything. Um, I threatened to write a book one time called God Made Parasites, because he did. Now, having said that, Christy, in all seriousness, the uh, parasites that are uh, coming up in the body that would hurt the body, uh, you might have troubles. You might have GI issues. You could have a sudden weight loss, diarrhea, loose stool, and that's all bad. Well, and you would no, notice that, right? But we're talking would. about people are people are like, I feel fine. But then this guy's like, you might have parasites. You should, you know, you should go get a cleanse. 
yeah, that's I the kind of stuff that I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I don't see the reason for just doing a parasite cleanse. I, I do stool testing all the time. And even as soon as yesterday, I went through a stool uh, test with a person. And there are normal levels of parasitic activity up to a certain threshold that have been shown over time to not cause any problems. So, you know, parasites, and I, again, I, I facetiously say this, but I'm serious. God made them, so there's got to be a purpose for them. I don't know all the purposes of everything, but I know that there's a purpose for everything in life. So to look at them as the, as just get them all out, whatever, I think a little bit uh, too aggressive. If you have some symptoms that I've just described to you previously, you should probably go get tested and find out if parasites are there at a level that you uh, don't need. And maybe even what parasites are there would be a good thing to do and not just generally yep. look at it as a blanket. Yep, I agree. Uh, excellent advice. Jen in North Carolina wants to know if vitamins really expire and are there any natural ways to improve varicose veins? This is a very nuanced question. Please yeah. tell me about vitamins and also varicose veins. <laughs> yeah, so that hit, way hit both ends, Jen. <laughs> so um, with varicose veins, obviously, there's a lot of uh, little procedures around and a lot of clinics around that do that, and they can kind of remove those things. I know some docs that do that here in our town, and they do a brilliant job, and it's it's a non-invasive procedure, very successful. So this unsightliness of that, obviously, you might want to get addressed. Backwards to the previous question, Jen, about do vitamins expire? It depends on how you define expiration. You know, uh, this is how you look at it. real food has real expiration. In other words, it oxidizes, doesn't it? So if you have vitamins that are not really real and very poor, I suppose they wouldn't quote unquote expire. But if you have real food source vitamins, they will. Most reputable companies will have either a production date and or an expiration date on the bottle. Generally speaking, that window time is about 18 months to two years. There are some variables there, such as humidity, heat, exposure to light, etc. So all that matters. If it were me, I would pay attention to the vitamins and get a high quality source, of course. And then if it got up to about a year, I would probably not take a chance at that point and think more just to replace them. Yep. Yep. All right. An anonymous listener uh, wrote in to say, Dear Mark Sherwood, my husband appears to have phimosis and online suggestions are steroids or circumcision. What do you recommend? We are not opposed to circumcision, but my husband is very private. If you want to recommend steroids, can you speak on their safety or side effects and what steroids do you recommend? That's a that's a big question. Yeah, well, certainly starting off the steroid cream. So phimosis, so that people are wondering, what is that anyway? It's when the foreskin is like pulled up over the glands of the penis and they people have, uh, men have a hard time pulling that back. And so it creates this area of infection potential. High moisture can get there, substances and debris can collect there as well. And of course, we kind of talked about that. This is such a hot topic. You know, some people yeah. are like, I am not going to get that foreskin cut off of my child at all. Um, I, I see that. I understand what they're saying. And I understand they're saying, you know, uh, that, that Moses gave it his command too. So I, I can see this in both angles. But ultimately, I think we've got to make those decisions as parents. And with this phimosis issue, if there is a history of infections there, and I'm talking about your husband there, I would not hesitate if it were me, and it's going to be harder for an adult to do this, 
to go ahead and get the procedure done. And even though it might be a little painful, it might avert a lot of infections going forward in the future for this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I mean, you and I have stated this before. I mean, obviously there are different people have different opinions on this and they're very, very hotly contested uh, points of view. And we can disagree, you guys, and yeah. still be friends. All right. An anonymous listener in Oregon wrote in to ask if you have any thoughts on dermaplaning razors for women's faces, does the hair come back darker? What happens in the long term? Are there any health concerns taking the soft hairs off the skin or are those hairs there for protection? Well, anytime you take the hairs off like that with the dermaplaning, you're going to get a regrowth. Now, uh, whether we like it or not, I think every lady listening here would understand what I'm saying. Sometimes the hair changes colors when you pull it off and it grows back. And sometimes it gets darker, sometimes it gets lighter, and sometimes it gets more gray. So the bottom line is I think you got to like think about the hair part of this. It might come back, and the more you do it, the less it will come back. It's like the more you do that frequency, it's like waxing, the less follicular activity you have. A little bit of caution with this. Ladies that do it too much develop a lot of sensitivities. And I watch them many times. They end up having skin sensitivities. They get in the sun and they get a little bit more burned and and all that. So there's kind of a a little bit of a rub there for that with with some ladies. But I do think it's a a nice procedure. Um, I know that a lot of the people that we have in the office here do that on a regular basis and, and they like the way their skin feels and anytime I'm dealing with ladies if they do things that make them feel better you know and help with self-esteem and their own self-beautification and it doesn't cause damage I'm all about it that's right I agree I agree with you like tiptoe around that one uh, oh, yeah. this is an no interesting doubt. question I mean you can always tell a guy who's been surrounded by you know women oh yeah you know because you you just learn you, you know, I, my husband always says, like, as he works, has worked at Friendly Planet Family for a long time. And just now we're starting to get more men on the full-time staff here. But it's been mostly women. And Jay's just like, boy, I'll tell you what. It is really something being surrounded by all those women all day long. Oh, it's we're crazy. Learning, um, yeah. yeah, here, you know, for years and years, I think about a decade, I was the only guy on staff. And so. So you know exactly how Jay yeah, feels. I was telling all my friends that I'm a. I am an extra estrogen expert, man. I understand right. it. I've walked with many ladies through menopause and, and worked with them. And that's a, you know, I learned a lot. You know, it's tiptoe through the tulips all the time, right? <laughs> I love it. But you also have, like my husband, you have a shepherd's heart. Yeah. And uh, and so it serves you well in the estrogen-rich environment. Uh, we have a 17-year-old asking you a question she says, this is Michaela in Iowa. She said, I'm 17 years old and a dancer from central Iowa. I have to, I uh, began to have my period when I was 14, but I lost it once I got COVID in 2020. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. My parents and I waited for a while to see if it would ever come back, but it hasn't. So we sought help from a homeopathic doctor and changed to eating a paleo diet. I've been taking Chase Berry, DHEA, progesterone, estrogen, many other supplements. I'm really discouraged. What else can I do? Well, Michaela, being 17, I want to first of all commend you for asking a question and caring about your health. You are a yes. fine, mature, diligent young woman. So well done. Hats off to you, sister, for stepping up like that. That's that's Good incredible. Job. That's golf clap all the way for you. We're for golf sure. clapping for you. Yes. <laughs> the idea, though, Michaela, um, you, there could be a couple things going on. You are a dancer. That's a highly active um, sport. 
And that takes a lot of stress in the body. Now, COVID, you mentioned back in 2020, does create stress in the body. And it's not unusual for COVID uh, people who have had that to have a little bit of interruption, intermediate interruption with the period, because there's a lot of that COVID virus that hit on the receptors in the reproductive area. So that's not unusual. But three years later is quite unusual. Now, with that said, I think that you're taking all the right things. You want to make sure your diet is good. So you're doing a good job there. The paleo, make sure that you're not uh, avoiding vegetables. Keep the vegetables nice and high. Don't just eat meat and all that stuff, right? But I think the other thing to consider is this. You are a high-level athlete. The body will sometimes cease on menstruating when you're going through stress like that. I'm talking physical stress. A lot of high-level young women athletes that come through your college professional athletes, high school athletes, their period is pretty much stopped. And it's directly tied to that physical exertion activity, which makes sense because if the body, which is just like it was 10,000 years ago, gets under stress, we're not supposed to be having babies when we're being chased by a bear. So I think that you get the idea, Michaela. And so um, probably take what you're taking, but I think at this point is don't over worry about it either because it could be something that's very plausible because of your activities. Uh, that's that's important. And I, I think, you know, that she pointed out that she's a dancer. And this is very common in young yeah. women who are very, very physically active. Uh, and I love, too, that we've got a 17-year-old writing in to ask about her yeah. health. I think, man, I bet that girl's homeschooled. What do you think? I, I think that um, she's probably got brothers and sisters in her homeschool class with her. <laughs> I would believe that. <laughs> I think that's probably true. All right. That's all we've got time for today. We're going to come back for happy hour, though, and we're going to answer a couple other questions related to GERD, to G-E-R-D, and also a question uh, about a, a mom who's saying that she has, they're seeing a functional medicine doctor similar to you, mm-hmm. and they're working on natural treatments with diets and supplements because her son suffers from allergies. So we're going to come back for happy hour today, talk a little bit about eczema, how to treat eczema and psoriasis, and also do some allergy conversation. Dr. Mark Sherwood, you're a national treasure. Where can people find you? They can go to sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And there are a lot of cool things there for people to have. Anything we talk about here today, you can find it. You can work with us if you want to. And there's just a lot of cool things you have access to. But we want to know where you came from. So go to the website, sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And we're happy to serve you. Also, your kingdom candy is back, I have to say. My, oh my. I just had a peanut butter just a moment ago, actually. I did too, actually, right before we started recording because I didn't I didn't get breakfast this morning. So uh, if you guys are looking for a really great nutrition bar that doesn't have all the garbage in it, Kingdom Candy is what you want, right? Yeah, two flavors, peanut butter, chocolate chip, and salted caramel. You may fight over mm-hmm. which one tastes the best. They're both really good. All right, you guys, check it out. Kingdom Candy. Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi, and you can get in touch with Dr. Mark Sherwood. They have a wonderful team there at uh, their clinic in Oklahoma. Uh, Dr. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll see you back here in just a few minutes for happy hour. 
Sounds great. All right, everybody. For those of you who are curious about how to subscribe to the show, just go to HeidiStJohn.com and uh, you, there's more information about it there. You can hop on over to Spotify and click the subscribe button. Have a great day, you guys. Love your people well. Take care of that temple that God gave you. And I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture. <laughs>